0: Praise God. Well, let's turn to the word of the Lord tonight. And again, like last Tuesday night, I, I honestly had intended to get back into our sermon series that uh, I've been doing, and I really wanted to do that today again. I do believe and I do feel like that's coming. We will get into that. We will go back, and especially the, the subject matter that we're dealing with is relevant it's important for today and so we will get back to that but but today today I felt the Lord direct me to something that I want to uh, deliver to you saint of God I really feel like I've I've got a specific word from the Lord for somebody and hopefully for a lot of somebodies tonight amen I, I think all of us, All of us can get a hold of what I'm going to say tonight and be blessed by it, amen. Be strengthened by it, be helped by it, amen. That's the power of the Word of God. That's the power of the Word of God. Look, don't ever forget, the psalmist said that God's Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When do you need a lamp for your feet? When do you need a light for your path? It's in dark times. It's in dark times that you need the illumination that a lamp, a light can provide. And I'm telling you, in these dark days, the Word of God shines brighter in giving us direction, peace, comfort, instruction. Amen. And so let's not forget. Uh, I, I I love what the psalmist said. He said, the entrance of thy Word giveth light. There's something about the word of the Lord that it doesn't matter, Brother Britain. how dark my life is. The word of God can light things up for me. The word of God can give me hope when I feel hopeless. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. It's a familiar story. And in fact, in fact, it took place. This story took place right about this time of year. Uh, it was it was getting close to the time of the Passover and the Lord's crucifixion. In fact, the miracle that's recorded in this chapter was the final straw for the Pharisees. This, this was the last thing that Jesus did that really set his enemies off. And they decided after this miracle, they were going to find some way to put him to death. And so it happened right about this time of year. Happened right about this time of year. Now, John chapter 11, verse number 1. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters said unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. You know, so much of this, so much of this almost seems contradictory when you read it. He he loved them, he loved them, and so when he heard that the one he loved was sick, he just stood still and did nothing. And that's what the Bible says. When he heard that Lazarus was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, he saith uh, to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples said to him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again. Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. But I go, that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death. But they thought that he had spoken of taking of rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent you may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. And again, here seems to be somewhat of a contradiction. This is Lazarus, the man he loves, the family he loves. And he said, I want to tell you, my friend is dead. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, He's glad. Not that Lazarus is dead, but he's glad for the opportunity to show his power. Amen. We're going to talk about this passage today. But the thing I really want you to focus on, I want you to look again at verse 4. Now, as we get ready to read verse 4, I want you, I think most of you, if not all of you, know the rest of the story. You know what happens. And in fact, Jesus says himself in, in verse 14, Lazarus is dead. Right? Amen. He makes that statement, Lazarus is dead. But in verse 4, Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death. It's not unto death. And yet, Lazarus died. That's what I want to preach to you about for just a few moments tonight. really don't think I'm going to be very long tonight, but I... Really feel this on my heart. I want to preach to you from this thought, not unto death. Not unto death. Would you put your Bibles down? Would you lift your hands? Would you pray for this preacher right now? And pray for yourselves that God would impart this word deep into your hearts. Let's talk to the Lord together right now, everybody. And I ask for that anointing once again tonight, God. Help me, God, to speak into the hearts of your people. Oh, God, I ask you, let your word be a strength and a comfort. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, right now, would you just praise the Lord? Would you just worship the Lord together? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love, you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Now, I, I, uh, I, I spoke to Brother Dorian Myers, pastors in the Phoenix area today, and he told me they're doing drive-in church. And he said at one point during the service, uh, his mischievous streak came out in him, and everybody's sitting in their cars, you understand. And, and he picked up the microphone and said, Church, you may be seated. Uh, Well, they were already all seated, but I'm going to say it because we do have a few folks here in the sanctuary and you may be seated. Praise God. Amen. Amen. As I mentioned a moment ago, verse 4, Jesus made a statement to his disciples. He declared that the sickness which Lazarus had was not unto death. And yet two days later... And in verse number 14, we find that Jesus plainly said, Lazarus is dead. I want to ask you tonight as I begin this message, did Jesus make a mistake? Did he, as one former president used to like to say, did he misspeak? Uh, was he, what was he just saying the wrong words? When he said that this sickness is not unto death, and yet two days later, Lazarus did die. We know that Jesus cannot lie. We understand that he cannot say something that is not true. And yet he declared that this is not unto death, but Lazarus died. In spite of what Jesus said, Lazarus died. Now, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, if you'll look again at what Jesus said in verse 4, he did not say, Lazarus will not die. He didn't make that statement. He didn't say that Lazarus is going to continue to live through all of this. That Lazarus is going to get better. But what he said was, this is not unto death. I'm telling you the answer to figuring out what's going on here really lies in this one preposition. Amen. It's the word unto. Now, the English word unto simply means to or until. But the Greek word goes deeper than that. It really signifies a death. Destination. It's where you're going to end your journey. Here's what I am come to preach to this church tonight. Jesus looked at a bad situation, at somebody he loved, at a couple he knew who must be grieving, a couple of ladies that were close to him, amen, that expressed their love and devotion. He knew they must be grieving, amen, and he made a declaration that could easily be understood. But it was true. He said, I want to tell you something. Amen. This sickness is not unto death. Death is not the final destination. Amen. Lazarus may have a short layover in that place called death. He may have to make a brief stop there. But that's not where he's headed ultimately. That's not where it's going to end. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now amen Jesus didn't say Lazarus would not stop briefly at that place called death but he did say he's not gonna end up there that's not the ultimate destination there is something on the other side of this death there is something on the other side of this sickness there is something on the other side of this terrible time this is not the This is not the destination. This is not where we're stopping. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Amen, our traveling tickets, Truth Church, our traveling tickets, Apostolic Church. Amen, I'm going to tell you, I don't know, amen, exactly what it says on there as far as destination, but I do know what it doesn't say, amen, it doesn't say we're ending where we are right now. It doesn't say that everything we're experiencing is the last of it all. Listen to me, we're not dying, church. It's not over for us this is not the end yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, praise God. oh hallelujah hallelujah praise God now, now listen to me amen and I'm not going to try to belabor this point but look Hananiah Azariah and Mishael In case you don't know, those names, we usually refer to them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But those were their Babylonian names. And those Babylonian names glorified Babylonian gods. But their names were Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. And those names glorified Jehovah. So that's why I like to refer to them by their Hebrew name. Amen. Those boys stood before Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar said, you are going to bow to this image. And they said, we're not going to. Amen. We're, we're not even careful about answering you in this matter. We're not going to bow down to this image or any other image. Made Nebuchadnezzar mad. He said, heat the fire up seven times worse than what it's ever been. Amen. Now listen to me saints. I'm telling you, God could easily have struck Nebuchadnezzar dead right then. God could easily have sent a legion of angels and delivered those boys from the hands of that king. And that's exactly what they told the king. They said, listen, whether or not God is going to deliver us from the fire, we don't know. But we do know this much. He's going to get us out of your hand. You don't get the final say, Nebuchadnezzar. You don't Get to to determine our destination. You don't get, amen, to set the ending point for our lives. And so, yeah, yeah, they had to go into the fire. Yes, they had to go in. But I love Daniel 3 and 26.
1: Amen. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace. And spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego,
0: uh-huh. you servants of the Most High God. Oh, now I like that. I like that. Praise God. He recognized his gods couldn't save them in that time, his gods couldn't fix their problem, his gods could not have done what their God did. And they, he called them the servants of the Most High God. Read. Come forth. Come forth. And come hither. Come hither. You know, I've, I've often said, Brother Merriman, I've often said, really, if, if, if I could go back and write this story, if it was just, you know, a novel of some kind, and it's not, it's a true story. But if I, if I were just writing a novel, I want to tell you how I would have put this. Uh, hey Amen. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, come out, uh, come forth, come hither. Hey Amen. I'd have had those boys look up and say, no, if you want us out, you come in here and get us. Hallelujah. Amen. You want us out of here? Then you come get us out of here. But that's not what happened. Amen. But here's what I love. This is what did happen regardless. Amen. Read. Then Shadrach. Then Shadrach. Meshach. Meshach, And Abednego. Abednego Came forth. Came forth. Came forth. Came forth. Oh, I wish I had. Amen. Some people here to help me out right now. I'd love to hear everybody shouting "They they came forth. They came forth. They came forth. Yes, we had to go in. Yes, we had to feel the heat, but we didn't stay there. We didn't die there. We came out Oh saints of God I know I know the hour Seems bleak I know pastors Are being arrested I know things Are happening we don't like but Listen to me nobody Nobody gets to decide The outcome of the church Nobody gets to decide What our destination is Except the founder of the Church amen Jesus Christ built his church Upon a rock and he said The gates of hell shall not prevail! On, preach. Oh, I feel like preaching tonight. Yeah, preach. Come on. Preach. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, preach. Come on. Now's not the time to give up in despair. Now's not the time to be discouraged. Now's not the time to be depressed. Yeah, I know we're looking at the fire right now. I know we're feeling the heat right now. But saints of God, this trial is not unto death. This is not the final destination. I've talked about it a lot, but for the sake of those who haven't heard me say it, to read for me Psalm 23 and verse 4. Amen. And I, again... Focus on a prepos- uh, upon a preposition here. I want you to see what the psalmist said. Psalm twenty-three, verse four. Yea,
1: though I walk through the valley of the wait shadow. Wait a minute. You read
0: that too fast. As Elder Westberg, you say, "Don't racehorse me." Amen. Start out again Yay. and read each word with purpose. Yea, yea. Though though, though I, I walk walk through. No, wait a minute. That's where I want you to look. He didn't say though I walk into, uh, though I uh, even find myself uh, destined here. He said I want you to know something. I, I may be in the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. I'm not staying here. I'm coming out of here. You know how I know that? Why? He said. Though thou I, art with me. For thou. Are- thou with me listen do you think God is going to get discouraged in the valley of the shadow of death do you think God is going to get nervous in the fiery furnace do you think God is troubled by the way things are going today I'm here to preach to somebody you need to look up and understand you're not in this alone the God of heaven is right there with you it may seem like the valley of the shadow of death but death is not your destination death is not where you're going to end up Because God is with you There is There is No place He will ever let his people go That he doesn't provide for them A way out Amen 1 Corinthians 10 Verse 13 There hath
1: no temptation had no temptation taken you, you. but such as is common to man.
0: Uh But God is faithful. Listen, listen. This is what we need to be focused on right now. I talked about it in one of my podcasts recently. This is what we need to be focused on. God is faithful. And here he's faithful. Here is what we know about this faithful God. Read. Who will not you. He will you not allow you to be tempted above, above that are able. what you are able. But, but will He with will the with the temptation also, also, make also, a way also to escape. Oh wait a minute. He didn't say he'll point you to a way of escape. He said he'll make one. He'll part the water if he's got to. He'll shut the lion's mouth if he has to. He'll give you an asbestos suit to, in the midst of the fire if he has to. I'm telling you, he will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Oh, hallelujah. God knows how to deliver his people. God knows how to deliver his people. Amen. Saints of God, it's time we recognize our trials are not intended to be unto death. We may have to stop by there. We may have to spend four days there. Well, we may be there for a little while. That grave is going to be cold and dark and hard and smelly. It is. We may be there for a little while but rest assured of this one thing that's not where we're staying. That's not the end. There is a part 2 to this story. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go back to John chapter 11. Now, now we we know most of us know John eleven thirty five. 35, you may not know, as somebody said, the address of that verse. But, but I think most of us can quote it. It's the shortest verse in the Bible. Most of us can quote it, John 11. But I want us to back up. Amen. I want us to look at the context of John thirty five. Let's, let's start with verse number 33. John chapter 11, verse 33.
1: When Jesus, therefore, saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, "Where have ye laid him?" They said unto him, "Lord, come and see." Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, "Behold, how he loved him!"
0: Now, 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 look. In verse thirty-three, Jesus saw. Jesus saw Lazarus' sister weeping. He saw the Jews weeping, but then notice what he did. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And then he said, where did you lay him? Where, where did you leave off there? Did you read all of that? All right. So, so he said, where did you lay him? And they said, Lord, come and see. And then verse 35 is that verse we're looking at. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. And then said the Jews, behold how he loved him. I, I submit to you tonight. Jesus was not weeping because Lazarus was dead. He was not crying because his friend Was in the grave. You understand, he had already told his disciples, I'm going to Bethany to wake him. Jesus knew before he ever got there, he was going to raise Lazarus. He wasn't groaning, he wasn't weeping because Lazarus was dead, because Jesus knew that within just a few moments, Lazarus wasn't going to be dead anymore. Hallelujah. Something else was going on here. That word groaned in verse 33. In the Greek means to have indignation. Or to snort with anger. I want you to see a picture. Of what's really going on here. The word troubled. Amen. He groaned in the, in the spirit and was troubled. That word troubled means to stir or to agitate. Just like roiling waters. I'm telling you, it was the onlookers in verse 36 who said, Behold how he loved him. They're the ones who thought that's why Jesus was weeping. But he wasn't weeping over the death of Lazarus. He was weeping because nobody believed what he was about to do. Oh, hallelujah. Nobody had the faith to understand. This is borne out as we keep reading. Read verses 37 and 38. And some of them said, Could not this
1: man which opened the eyes of the blind... Have caused that even this man should not have died. Jesus therefore again Jesus, groaning therefore, in himself. Again
0: groaning in himself. Cometh to the grave. Yes. It was a cave yes, only upon it. Now listen, this was the third time that day that he heard people talking about what he could have done. Mary said it. If you had been here he would not have died. Martha said it. If you had been here he would not have died. Now the crowd is saying it. Amen. This one that opened the eyes of the blind. He Could have stopped this man from dying. Three times uh, within a matter of a few moments. uh, People expressed uh, the fact that yeah I believe he could have. uh, But I don't think he's going to do anything right now. And it was their lack of faith uh, that caused him to groan. It was their lack of faith uh, that caused him to weep. Uh, I want to tell you church tonight. Here's what's got to happen in the hearts of his people. Amen. We have got to lift up our eyes. uh, And understand Jesus is on the scene tonight Jesus has come to our Bethany Jesus sees our Lazarus he knows what's going on he understands and he came with the intent it may not be today and it may not be tomorrow but you hang on honey Jesus showed up because he's going to wake Lazarus up it's not over yet This is not the end for the truth church. This is not the final destination for the truth church. This trial is not unto death. We gotta see this as a temporary layover on our journey. We gotta view this situation, amen, as a place where we're forced right now to have to hang out for a little while, Brother Jaheem. We, we we don't have any choice right now. We gotta hang out here right now, but honey, it's not over yet. There is a resurrection coming. There is a resurrection that's going to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe with all of my heart tonight. I believe with all of my heart tonight. That God is looking for some folks, amen, to wipe the tears out of their eyes. To quit feeling sorry for themselves. To quit questioning whether or not God's going to step in. I'm going to tell you, our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Somebody listen to this preacher tonight. Our God is faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to skip over a lot of verses I've got here. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, In fact, I'm going to take a couple of verses, a little different than I gave them to you. But if you'll look down somewhere on your list, probably on that second page of scriptures, Isaiah 21, verse 11. Would you read that for me, Isaiah 21, verse 11? The burden of Duma, he called to me out of Seir, watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? You know, as I was preparing for this message, it just felt to me, Brother Hilton, like there are cries going up among the people of the Truth Church, and they're wanting to know, watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? What's going to happen? Is it ever going to get better? Is it ever going to turn around? Are we ever going to get out of this? Watchman, what of the night? Well I've got an answer for you Amen Psalm 30 verse 5 Listen to this for His anger, his anger but endureth, endureth a but a moment yeah, his In favor his favor is life, is life. Weeping, Weeping may, endure for, may a endure, night. endure for a night But, joy, but honey joy Is coming In the morning Joy's coming I don't know when I don't know how, but it's coming. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to back up just before Isaiah and, and there is first Corinthians 15 verses 57 and 58. I know this is probably giving our our sound man. Uh, Nightmares right now, but I gotta do what I feel. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verses 57 and 58 read. But thanks be to God which
1: giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Therefore, my Therefore, beloved brethren.
0: Listen, you want to know, watchman, what of the night? I want to tell you how we're going to make it through this night. Somebody. Whoo, somebody listen to your pastor tonight. I want to tell you how we're going to make it through this night. Therefore, my beloved brethren. Be ye, be steadfast, ye steadfast. Unmovable. unmovable always, abounding, always abounding. In the work of the Lord. as much as you know. as much as you know. Your, your labor, labor is not in. Not in in the God has not forgotten the promises he made us God is not going to let our government take away the things that he said to us Every promise that God ever made to this church is going to come to pass You hear me? I know it's tough right now I know we're struggling right now But this is not the end This is not on today Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 31 13. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance. Shall the virgin rejoice in the dance? Both young men and old together. together. For I will turn their mourning into joy. Because I'm going to turn their mourning into joy, and And will comfort comfort them them and make them them rejoice from from their sorrow. Your watchman is giving you a word tonight. Your watchman is giving you instruction tonight, saints. God, if we can be steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, I'm telling you, joy is gonna come and God is gonna turn your sorrow into dancing. Oh, let's worship the Lord. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. It's not unto death, it's not unto death, it's not unto death. Don't pick out your grave spot just yet. Don't start designing your tombstone yet. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you may feel like you're shut up. Amen. In a tomb. But I'm telling you, the I am has showed up. Amen. He said, amen. Your brother's going to live again. She said, I know in the last day, in the resurrection, he said, look at me. I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. Oh, it's not unto death. Oh, let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's thank. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah
1: Ooh. oh why don't we
0: find a place to pray right now why don't you thank God that he hadn't forgotten you why don't you thank God that he still sees and understands and knows where you are why don't you take a few moments right where you are and friend if you're listening tonight and you don't know him in the power of the Holy Ghost why don't you find a place to repent of your sins ask God to forgive you amen amen ask God to change you and then lift your hands in faith. Amen. Begin to worship God and let the Holy Ghost come and fill you tonight. Amen. We will be happy to make some kind of arrangement to get you baptized in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, this is not the end for the church of the living God. It's not unto death. Oh, let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the
1: Lord.